what you do in a B-movie. The end is a little bit ridiculous. I was unsurprised to see that. And it's sweet! Oh my gosh, you guys need to go watch it. It's so good. It's so good. I want to watch it again. travelers and welcome once again to the before and after show as always i'm your co-host mj smith and i'm your other co-host Corey tyndall and we have two very special guests today yes our beautiful wives oh yay (laughs) (laughs) um this is the valentine's day experiment on the before and after show yes and if you guys listened to the last set of episodes we did an experiment called on assignment where Corey and I assigned the other person a film to watch, and then we came back and talked about what we thought about the film that was assigned to us. It was quite fun. It was quite fun. (laughs) So we decided to make it a double date version of the On Assignment format. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And in this episode, husbands will be assigning wives, and wives will be assigning husbands. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What? We're assigning you a wife? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm assigning you a wife, and you're assigning me a husband. Oh, okay. That could get weird very quickly. <laughs> Plot twist. Yep. So husbands are assigning wives a film, and wives are assigning husbands a film. But before we hop into that, um, I don't want to go around and do individual what you guys have been watching, but what's something you guys have been watching as a couple or a movie you guys have watched together that, that you guys enjoyed? What? what we watched the other night. <laughs> And I was like, what have we been watching? <laughs> Speed Racer. Fixer Upper. <laughs> That's what I've been watching. That is what you've been watching on Netflix. What a good show. Um, I don't know. Um, why don't you guys, if you know, we'll come back to it. I don't even remember. I watched Lori the other day. Are you sure? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. We, we will start <laughs> this. We watched podcast. something real weird. Oh. We did. Uh-oh. We watched a couple things. Um... I want to touch on Grease Live. Oh, yeah. Did oh. you guys watch any of Grease Live? No. Go watch it. It's so good. Really? The production is great. I don't really like Grease that much. Me neither. But, uh, Me neither. Production was fantastic. Oh, man, it's so good. I they do it, stuff outside. What? Yeah. yeah. I figured it had to be good because there were some of my friends who I know are not huge fans of Grease because of the storyline and just right. like, yeah. kind of a lot of that. But they were really excited like they said it was really good yeah it was super well put together um i cannot imagine being on the crew for that show it seemed like a nightmare wow Um, there were like 600 people on the crew really yeah wow yeah it was nuts there were 21 different sets yeah because it was like spread out over like a probably a studio lot yeah it was on the warner brothers lot in burbank so they (laughs) but each scene was like on a different like oh square Footage or whatever. Yeah, it was 20 acres, and there were 21 sets on the 20 acres. And between the cast and crew, there were 600 people involved, and there were like 300 costumes. That, that is insane. It's pretty intense. And Grease Lightning is so good. They wow. switch an entire <laughs> car out. <laughs> so the, the, it starts with the old beater car that they're going to turn into Grease Lightning. Yeah. The camera pans... 
and like three dancers dance for maybe 15 seconds it pans back around and Grease Lightning has become like the hot rod Grease Lightning. That's crazy. It's nuts. Did we and just... everyone has changed costumes on that oh. side too. Did you look up if that was wow. a shell or not? I didn't. Oh. The only thing I could think of is that it was a shell on top of the actual car body that they just lifted up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have had to have been. Yeah, because then it pans again and pans back and it's back to the beater car by the end of the oh. number. Yeah, because oh. it's crazy. like a daydream kind yeah. of a Yeah, it's, yeah it's like a fantasy of like what Grease Lightning will eventually be. And so then by the time it comes for like the Thunder Road race, Grease Lightning looks like Grease Lightning, but it's yeah. the car they fix up. So, yeah. And there were, like, some costume changes that happened in 11 seconds. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's intense. That is crazy. It looked exhausting. Like, I was like, I don't know how you did this. And apparently they did it twice in a row. Yeah, because they did a East Coast and then a West Coast. Whoa. That's crazy. So it's two hours and ten minutes, and so they did East Coast two hours and ten minutes, hour-long break, and then West Coast two hours and ten minutes. Holy (laughs) cow. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, right? No, not at all. My theater days that would behind be, me. It would, <laughs> would be kind of fun. Woo! Hannah's like, no. I can't imagine the amazing. Amazing fun. The logistics person was an insane person. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it was directed... They, they went insane. <laughs> it was directed by the guy who directed Hamilton. Oh, so okay. I was, like, already on board once I found that out. Yeah. Oh, I just need to tell you that Hannah just mouthed to me that she didn't know what Hamilton was. So oh. you're going to have to fix that. Didn't I tell I you about it? The no. people rapping about the guy on the $10 bill? No. Okay, it's... First of all, it's really good. Actually. It's okay. so good. Well, then I'll have to watch it's, it. So it's a Broadway musical that came out last year, and it's about Alexander Hamilton. But all the songs are hip hop songs. <laughs> yeah, awesome. and it's so good, Hannah. It's all right, it's so good. good. After this I'll is done, it. I'll play you at least one song yeah. off of it because I love showing it to people, and it's great. I'm obsessed I, with it, Hannah. Okay, like, I'm obsessed. He's obsessed, with it. but I gotta admit, I wasn't on board at first because <laughs> like he was singing it all the time. But it was we we. Uh, we listened to a lot of it on the way to San Francisco the other week, and compelling. Oh it's man, really See, compelling. You guys had like almost the exact same. Yeah, you can share about. We had. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what we've been watching. I still can't remember what we watched the other day. However, Corey, for Christmas this past this you know past Christmas whatever a couple months ago, mm-hmm. he bought me a surprise gift that I was not expecting. And it was the movie Waitress, which I think came out in yes. 2007. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an indie film. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it has Nathan Fillion in it. And... Carrie okay, Russell, right? Yeah, yeah, Carrie Russell. Um, but anyway, but the reason he bought it is because Waitress has been... The movie has been adapted into a Broadway... Well, not Broadway. Musical. Oh, yeah. Musical. That is... It just did its previews in August and September, I think, at the American right. Repertory Theater. Yeah. And did really well. And so now it's, it's on opening Broadway. for previews in, on Broadway mm-hmm. in March. But Sarah Borales wrote all of the music right. for oh. the musical. And Sarah Borales is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So he got the movie and the CD. And we watched the movie and Hannah yeah. was kind of like, okay. It like, was good. It's it, a good movie. It it's was kind, really good. It's kind of intense. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, it's... It's more like a it's character raw. piece, yeah. Yeah. They they advertised it as a comedy, and I don't think that I would yeah, it's not. have classified it as a comedy at all. But, that being said, the musical, I think, is going to lighten up a lot. 
and enrich a lot of the characters. Because I feel like, I don't, I just, I love it when they turn like. Because we had a road trip and I was just like, here, why don't we listen to this? They get like so much better. But yeah, so we, we went up to Sacramento last weekend and Corey's like, now would be a great time to listen to the, Mm -hmm. the, and it's super bizarre because it's, it's not the cast recording because there is no cast recording yet. It's just Sarah Bareilles. Oh. Doing yeah, it's all like a of the studio parts. album, but she slightly changes her voice for different characters. Yeah, and so she's singing the guy parts too, except for when she is doing duets, and then I think John Mayer is helping her. Sweet, I yeah. love John Mayer. Or wait, is it John uh, Mayer? or is it Jason Mraz? Sweet, I love Jason Mraz. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of the <laughs> yeah, no, you yes, just take yes. one of them and add a <laughs> yeah, fedora, exactly. yes. and then John Mayer plus fedora equals Jason Mraz. I think it is Jason Mraz. Actually. <laughs> I'm thinking about the voice, but anyway. So it was fun because I like started to dissect it and figure out like where the songs were going in the plot of the movie and like who was singing each song and I was like, oh, this is incredible and now I want to see it. Yeah. So I'm. Um, so the Hamilton one, I'm pretty sure is the entire thing. Like, there's no. Yeah, it's the speaking. it's the. Oh it's, wow! I oh love wow! That. The soundtrack to Hamilton is 46 songs over two discs, and it's two hours and 22 minutes long. Holy cow. So I'm so, sure it's that's it. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> there being pop. any dialogue. That is insane. The yeah. cabinet meetings are rap battles. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. It's so They're amazing. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Jefferson's intro song is like a Little Richard song, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. sweet. It's so good. That, okay, I'm sold. It's so mm-hmm. good. I'll try it out. It's so good. We I'm like always musicals. down for new musicals. Uh, real quick, we also watched something super, super weird, um, which is, we'll, well, I have never seen What Hot American Summer, the movie. Oh, I haven't either. Um, it's crazy insane. Oh. <laughs> I have never seen it either. We watched that immediately after Grease Live, which yes. is the movie version of What Hot American Summer. <laughs> yes. The one on but Netflix? Then... Or is that the series? So both the movie and the series are on Netflix. Okay. But then we watched the series. Yeah. So, I don't even know how to begin to describe that. So, What Hot American Summer takes place at a summer camp in 1981. The movie came out 14, 15 or 16 years ago. Yeah. And it has a bunch of recognizable names before they were super recognizable, like yeah, Elizabeth Banks, <gasps> Paul Rudd, Bradley Cooper, Amy what? Poehler. Uh, <laughs> Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter, uh, all the guys from the guys sketch from show Stella. Frasier. Oh, David Hyde Pierce from Frasier. Oh oh, Janine Garofalo. It's like a who's who. Oh, uh, Christopher Maloney from Law and Order SVU, the like main yes. detective guy. Oh, he's, he's the best. He's my favorite character <laughs> and also the most insane of the entire movie. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but. His one of his best friends is a can of mixed vegetables. Oh, alrighty then. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a sentient can of yes mixed vegetables. It's not just like him talking to an inanimate in, can. In it talks movie, back. Oh, in the movie though, you don't you don't see that though until the end. Right. When That's a big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of a spoiler. But yeah. So weird. what happened is the movie is kind of, it's kind of a parody movie, I guess, but... About a summer camp movie. Yeah. It's like a parody mm-hmm. of a summer camp movie. And uh, it's so weird and hilarious and... Yeah. It does like parodies within the parody though, because it like will do a parody of like a cop drama and then a parody of a horror movie. Oh, like, yeah. Like in different <laughs> scenes. That's interesting. That's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell they improv a lot of the stuff <laughs> on there. Um, 
And so it kind of reminded me of the stuff that a friend of the show, Mike Moray, makes, which is, you know, parody cop drama stuff. Mike Moray. Yeah, the, the <laughs> precinct. So 16 years after the fact, Netflix comes to the guys who made um, Wet Hot American Summer and says, we want you to do a prequel series. Oh. But also we want everyone to come back 16 years later. Oh, God. Oh. So... The biggest joke is that everyone is pretending that they're still 16. Oh, because no. the, So the, the, the movie takes place on the last day of camp in 1981, and the show is the first day of camp in 1981. And But everyone's, like, in their 40s now. Yes. And, like, looks completely different and in their 40s. And there's, like, one of the first lines is, like, okay... I know you guys were all campers last year, and you're all now 16 or 17 years <laughs> old. That's awesome. Yeah, and, like, the, the main guy has put on, like, a bunch of weight. Yeah. And, like, oh. he has to wear a wig <laughs> oh, because gosh. his hairline thinned out. Like, he, it's clearly a middle-aged man. <laughs> that um, sounds but hilarious. the series is, is basically a four-hour movie. Yeah. And we watched all of it, all like, in two days, which yeah. we never do. <laughs> And it's, it's eight episodes. It's no. way weirder than the movie. Yeah, because it explains all the like stuff that you kind of dismiss mm-hmm. in the weirdness of the movie. Oh, but it, when you delve into weirdness that you dismiss, it gets weirder. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like you find out how the guy became a can of mixed vegetables. Oh. oh. Yep. Um, the, there's like a, this whole subplot about toxic waste dumping. Yeah. That goes from. Them finding out about it, to them lawyering up, to them going to court. But it's all one day. This all eight episodes whole, are yeah. one day of events. <laughs> no. um, this one, well, we figured out that this one lady must have been married or engaged three times. And four di- times. Four times and divorced twice. Three. T- uh, yeah, twice. Divorced twice within <laughs> the eight within weeks. The eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, um, it's just funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. And, like, at one point, Weird Al Yankovic plays a hypnotist. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Who then uh, rips off his own face to reveal that instead of Weird instead of this hypnotist character he's playing, he's, in fact, uh, John Hamm from Mad Men. Oh. Uh, <laughs> who's playing a character known only as the Falcon, and he's Ronald Reagan's personal assassin, and he's <laughs> trying to assassinate people in the camp. Oh, <laughs> so that happens. What? I think like that. A, like yeah, a I don't weird think we're drug trip. <laughs> it's I want to watch it now because I'm confused. It's Some a little of, inappropriate. Yes, but yeah. it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like most of it an is exciting like exciting experience. Yeah, most of it is like sixteen year old boy inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but it's it's uh, really funny. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> For the context. Oh, that sounds like an amalgamation of just everything. It made me really happy, actually. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm so glad something this weird made it to Netflix. Like, that Netflix even took a chance on something this weird. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I still can't remember what we watched. This was, it, was it Speed Racer? We did watch Speed Racer. We did Racer. watch it. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think we've really watched any, sat down and watched any movies mm. probably since then, so. Hannah, what did you think of Speed Racer? I, I liked it. I His sisters were, like, all mad about it. And, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It was really funny. I guess they'd already seen it, too. They saw it in the theater, and they were they didn't hugely like let down by it. But I thought it was, like, funny and clever and just sort of, like, I mean, 
I liked it, but I think that <laughs> the thing <laughs> the thing that threw us off the most was um rain. The mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the K-pop guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess this was one of his first films. It was his first English language role. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. And um, yeah, that he just was still learning how to speak English, and so Corey's sisters were like. They were like all his, over that. His youngest sister loves yeah, Rain. Yeah, she, she loves like, him. That's like her high school like celebrity crush. Probably still probably her celebrity still. crush. <laughs> oh, I probably should have said that on the podcast. It's but fine. anyway, so she was like really annoyed that we were laughing at him. <laughs> she was laughing along with she us. Was. She was pointing it out. So. But it was hard because, I mean, he didn't do a bad job. No, he didn't do a bad job. It's just he was... A kind of a critical plot piece, and mm-hmm. you had so much trouble understanding him. I don't was remember like, why. Why did they do that? It's just weird. And there's that whole scene where like they're gonna feed him to the tank of piranhas. I really like that scene. <laughs> that scene has one of my favorite shots in the movie when Racer X comes to save him, and it goes like red and black, like infrared for some reason. Yeah. Well, like while yeah. they're shooting out with the car, like it's so over the top. I love that movie. Yeah. I, love that movie. I I enjoyed it, although I was a little well. Is that that's a huge spoiler? No. Okay. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that, like, the audience finds out who Racer X is, but like he doesn't get reconciled with his family. And I know that it's probably makes more sense that way, but <laughs> I wanted a happy. You wanted the for full everyone. full closure. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sap. What can I say? No. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't think we've really been watching a ton besides that. So. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, we'll take a break and we'll be right back to assign movies to each other. Surprise, surprise. Surprise <laughs> movies. Yes. If you're just joining us, I'm astounded because this is a podcast, but if you somehow missed the beginning of the episode, what we're doing this week is Corey and I Mm -hmm. are joined by our wives, Hannah and Kristen. We didn't introduce you guys at the top of the episode. Yeah, we just said your wives. Yeah. We kind of did, didn't we? You guys should know who we are. Yeah. It's true. We mentioned you guys. Yeah, we talk about you a lot. Maybe not by name. We're just like, wives, huh? Wives. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually a wife bashing podcast? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's how they vent. We just lost a listener. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so last week, we, uh, Corey and I, assigned Mm -hmm. the other person a movie to watch. And this week, uh, Kristen and Hannah, you are both joining in because yeah. it's Valentine's Day week. Yay! And so we thought, what better way to do that than to bring the people we love on the show? Yeah. Aww. So what's happened is the wives have picked out a, a film for the husbands to watch, and the husbands have picked out a film for the wives to watch. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys kept yours secret, but ours are secret. Yeah. Um, ours are kind of secret-ish. We, I, was, I just kind of had to, like, poke Hannah and be I like, think, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Yeah. And so she doesn't know, like, Yeah, I think you hadn't fully decided yet yeah. what you were going to do. And likewise, I don't know what you are 
going to choose. So yes, this is going to be a surprise in real time for all of us. <laughs> Sweet. I'm really excited about that, actually. Um, yeah, so why don't we just go kind of go around and uh, talk about kind of your, like, why you decided on the movie you decided, what kind of didn't make the cut, maybe some honorable mentions, our neighbors are walking around upstairs, and <laughs> why you eventually chose what you did choose. Um, who wants to start? Who does want to start? <laughs> Corey, do you we'll, want to start? We'll draw straws to see who goes first. <laughs> oh, should we use the app? Oh, I yeah. The Decider app. What? The really? Schwa- what is it called? Schwazi? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Shout out cool. to Schwazi. Yeah. Thanks for helping us decide. All right, everybody so put, put a finger. finger. Oh. I feel like I've seen this before. Wait, maybe I haven't. I feel like this is Kristen. Oh. oh. That is cool. Yeah. It picks teams, too. Yeah, like and so you can, do, you can do groups, and so everybody put two fingers on. This is so cool. Oh, we're so, all in the same group. Oh, oh all, no, no pinks. pinks. Like, all the pinks are with the pinks purple. and all the purples oh, are with no. the purple. Oh, no, finger is cool. your... Yeah. yeah. Oh, Why did okay. they do pink okay. and purple? Yeah, that was a terrible idea. Yeah. If anyone is at least a tiny bit colorblind, yeah. it's all the same That's color. not going to work yeah, for them. it's like neon pink and purple. Too. That's really cool. So, that is a cool app, though. So, yep. shout out to... Schwazi. Schwazi. C-H-W-A-Z-I. Cool. Yep. Man, that was not good podcast, but <laughs> you're welcome. All right, Kristen, you are deciding which movie I'm going to be watching this week. Yes. So, go so what I'm going to say is the choices that I had first. Mm-hmm. So it really came down for me. You haven't seen a ton of Disney movies. This is true. I own a lot of them, though. <laughs> yes, you wisely bought a lot of them because eventually I'm assuming you'll get around to them. Um, and then it was really between, uh, a couple of the Disney movies, spoilers, I didn't pick them, because I figured you'd eventually watch them anyway, um, and then the real two that I was deciding between (laughs) was After the Rain. Okay. And Sense and Sensibility. Okay. Good choice. Um, (laughs) After the Rain, um, is, has Paul Bettany in it and some not very well-known other actors in it, and he's a South American... um, South African? South African. (laughs) My bad. Uh, Everyone's American, right? What? (laughs) What just happened? I don't know. Kristen just got really racist. Corey and I hate our wives, and Kristen's a racist. (laughs) Well, oh no. Disclaimer, none of that. None of that's true. (laughs) Speaking of racist, though, um, the main plot of this that movie was that um, it's during apartheid, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Bettany has a white wife who ends up in a, an affair with a black man, and uh, Paul Bettany kind of goes insane. Oh, yeah, sounds so, like a fun watch. Sounds cute. <laughs> Good Valentine's Day film. Um. I did not end up picking that because um, I wasn't really sure if I was in the mood to watch that. <laughs> you have to be in the right mood for a film like that. So yeah. Like, yeah. So what I ended up picking was Sense and Sensibility. Alan Rickman. Yes, Alan, Alan Rickman. Oh, I love that movie um, so much. It happens to be one of my favorite appearances of Hugh Laurie 
ever. Really? Yes. And you're a big yes. house fan. Yes. So that's saying um, something. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I would not agree with that. <laughs> yes. Him and um, who's the lady that plays his wife? Oh, it's what is Professor her name? Umbridge. Yeah. yeah, the one who plays oh, Umbridge. Gosh. Wow. It's kind of, it's like all the British actors in a movie. Because there's only like four of them. Yeah. So they're all in the movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I could have looked it up. I, anyway. Emma Thompson's in that too, right? Emma Thompson. Man, I love her. Your favorite actress. She's my favorite. Um, Kate Winslet. What? I love Kate Winslet. It's like all the good actors. Hugh Grant, who I just called for more Hugh Grant the other day. Heck yeah. He's pretty good in it, actually. He's so good. He was in a lot of weird romantic American movies where he kind of got typecast a lot. Yeah. And then there was the whole business with the hooker. Oh, I didn't. What? Yeah, I don't yeah know he got, got caught with a, with, a train, <laughs> with a trans hooker. Oh. Yeah. That's... Sad day, Hugh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, it has one of my favorite appearances with him. Uh, him and the woman who plays his wife uh, are the best. Okay. They are mm. not a very big part, but... Um, Yes, Imelda Staunton. Yep. Um, she's great in it as well. Gosh, their dynamic. So she's like super boisterous, and he's just like makes these really held back sarcastic <laughs> remarks all the time. Hugh Laurie does. Yes. How oh, shocking! It's so but they're like, good. it's not even like you can't even detect the sarcasm on his face. <laughs> He'll just say some like side comment, and you're like. <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of crack up. Oh, um, yeah, it's a really good movie. I love the book. Um, I think it's a really good short adaptation of that book. It's right. better than the Pride and Prejudice adaptation yes. with Keira Knightley. It's a lot less, like, they tried to be a lot more true and a lot yeah. less dramatic. Yeah. Because <clears throat> Emma Thompson wrote the screenplay. Really? Oh, yes. oh yeah, that's true. She won the what? award for that. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Do you guys know who directed this movie? No. Ang Lee. Oh, oh, I did not know that. Nope, I hate Ang Lee. Oh, <laughs> well, it's a good movie. Just saying. You yeah. can hate it, it's but... Really good. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I mean... About the screenplay. I think, I think she... I thought she had a hand in directing as well. So no, I Ang Lee is the only credited that. director. Okay. She probably had a lot of input. Yeah. Well, I feel like I... I or maybe also... she didn't write the screenplay, but she adapted... Like, she adapted... No, I think she might have written it. She adapted it. it Yeah, she's got the screenplay credit. It's just Jane Austen and Emma Thompson. Yeah. (laughs) So she wrote it, which makes me, that puts a lot of She's a good good screenwriter. Yeah, that makes sense. I love her so much. Yeah, I also love her. The cast seems like it can't fail. Yeah. Is is the thing. So I'm like, I'm still excited about it, even though I don't like Ang Lee. Do you like that time period? I'm whatever about it. Like, yeah. I don't have any strong feelings. <laughs> the thing way. is, the the main reason that I chose it is that I knew that you absolutely would never watch it if I didn't make you watch it. This is true. <laughs> so that's ultimately why I chose that one. Yeah. Good I mean, choice. I kind of have a history with this movie. Not like a history. Like, it didn't, like, <laughs> kill my parents or something. But, like, um, I, we watched this movie in high school. However, I showed up on day three of us watching it. I was sick the first two days. So you were like, what's... So I showed up and I was like, I got nothing. And then just was reading the rest of the period. So I, it, this movie like happened while I was like flipping through my mm-hmm. lit book in my class. And it was strange because it wasn't the end of the year. It wasn't like finals or whatever. And we didn't read this book or any Jane Austen novel. Oh. Our teacher just wanted to Who show it. Who was your teacher? Miss oh. Nixon. What? 
I'm so confused. Yeah, we she never, never watched a movie in Miss Nixon's class ever. Oh, we got her to show us three versions of Hamlet. For everyone Hamlet. listening, MJ and Hannah went to the same high yes. school. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I'm expecting to like it. I think that's a great choice. Yeah. That is. Me too. Have you seen it, Corey? Yep. Oh, okay. Hannah showed it to me. Yes, God. I did. Yeah. I I love Alan Rickman. I yeah. Think we oh, talked yeah. about this, and He's so. When I found out he was in this movie, I was I was like, okay, I'm on board. Um, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> it is kind of long. Um, I think it's pushing three hours. What really? Yeah. Wow. It's very long, and as all of Jane Austen period and Jane Austen novel, it is very dialogue driven. Yes. Yeah. Turn it up and pay attention, or yep. you will miss. Yeah, so it's, re- stuff. it's really it's fast. So many jokes. It's definitely one that you probably can't be on your phone. <laughs> no, for. that's yeah. it is. You gotta, you gotta commit to it. Yeah, two hours, sixteen oh, minutes. That's so good. Okay, oh, not three hours. Okay, yeah. Cool. That's I, okay. That's awesome. I think. I think I will go next. Okay. So and so, kind of do. Um, I guess we'll do. Spouse assigns. Other spouse gives expectations. That way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Before. Oh okay. Yeah. So, I'm scared. <laughs> I, uh, Hannah, I, I, I was thinking a lot about what movie to, to choose for you because it's like there's so many options and I know like there's particular genres Hannah is like not a fan of. So <coughs> I was like, okay, like I know you're not really like big on like any gory type things or like. Some some intense films, like, I know, like, you're not, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. So, I was trying to think through all the movies that I've seen that we haven't seen together, and I was like, what would she never choose to watch, but, like, would be, like, you know, like, tolerable, I guess, you know. So. Tolerable. <laughs> um, so, a couple of my, I guess, honorable mentions before I give my choice, um, and I'd kind of been asking you over the past couple days because I was like, I don't know, maybe she's seen that before we got married. But um, some honorable mentions were, <clears throat> you've never seen The Matrix. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. I haven't. And I, I, I kind of really wanted to pick it, but then I was thinking, like, I know, like, I know you handle some violence, but I was like, I honestly can't remember how violent The Matrix is because I'm. I'm okay with that. So it's like... (laughs) It's very violent in that there is a lot of action in it, but it's not particularly gory. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, kung fu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I I remember that. So I was like, maybe, but I would would maybe want to, like, talk you up to that one, so... I was like, uh, maybe, maybe not The Matrix this time. So then another one that I was thinking about because I was thinking, okay, like comedy and a lot of the comedies I had looked through, like on like the top comedy movies, like if you Google like a top list of them, like, oh, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's really raunchy. You don't want to watch that. Um, one that I came up to that was like, oh, I don't think she's seen that is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And I was oh. like... <laughs> How is that not your choice? I love that movie so much. <laughs> it's it's a really, it's a good, really movie. good movie. And Hannah, like the only thing she's told me is, is she saw a scene out of context. The like the totally out the of the KKK rally scene. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I was just like, no, you have to see it. My in, parents were watching it and in, I walked in. In the framing of the movie, it's like it's, like it's supposed to be really comedic. Left. Yeah, it's I'm hilarious. Say is, you would love the music in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that was and that was like kind of I was like, ah, oh, and like the soggy bottom boys yeah. and like I can't imagine <laughs> what your choice is. Man of constant sorrow is like, oh, that's so great. And I, uh, George Clooney is. He's gonna cause an George Clooney's so good. I should cause an audible. <laughs> um, um, so that was my other. That was like another honorable mention. I was like, I don't know. So. What trumps all of these choices for me um, is um, I love Tom Hanks, and he has a very wide catalog of movies, and a movie I know that you haven't seen that I've mentioned multiple times, and I'm like, how have you not seen that? And you're just like, I just don't know. Is Forrest Gump. Oh. Never seen Forrest Gump. Wow. She's never seen Forrest Gump, and, you know... Sometimes, like, I'll make jokes about it or I'll, like, reference it. And Hannah's like, um, you know, I don't understand that because I've never <laughs> seen that movie. And I'm like, how, how can you have never seen that, <clears throat> never seen that movie? Um, yeah, that's kind of insane. Yeah. So that kind of beat out the other two. And, um, you know, Tom Hanks is likable. I mean, like, who doesn't like Tom Hanks? And Tom Hanks. That movie is just great. I know, like, some people, like, recently have given it some, like, unwarranted hate, but I don't, I, I don't understand that. that. I don't like, understand that at all. A lot of people have been giving <laughs> it some hate. Yeah. People are like, oh, it didn't deserve to win the Oscar of the year it won. And I was just like... That was a hard year, though, because it yeah. was 94, and it was up against, like, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump. Like, yeah. was, the movie was just, like, pick one. Yeah, they're yeah. all really good. Um, so... So that's my choice. I think you're gonna like it. Tom Hanks is lovable. Um... All his kind of like the different like little vignettes of where he finds himself with all the characters. It's great. So, what are your expectations right. for Forrest Gump? I am excited because <laughs> I've heard a lot about Forrest Gump because I'm a weirdo <clears throat> and I'm like the only person that's never seen it. <clears throat> to be fair, I feel like all three of those movies. I'm one of the only people that's never seen all three of those. <laughs> so that's weird. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I will say that I think the reason I've avoided watching Forrest Gump for so long is because watching movies where actors are portraying any kind of mental disability Mm. is very uncomfortable for me because it's not usually done well mm-hmm. and it's there is a very fine line between it being done well and then it being extremely offensive mm-hmm. so and my my brother is autistic so mm-hmm. it's a little bit nerve-wracking but i love tom hanks i trust tom hanks and my parents love this movie so i figure okay. it's gotta be good so i'm excited those are my expectations. But I think that's probably why I've held out so long not watching it. Yeah. But yeah. that wasn't meant to be like, um, how dare you make me watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes meant. a lot of sense, yeah. actually. No, it's, like, it's wrong just, choice. I just never got around <laughs> He's to like, I guess we're watching Oh Brother, Where Earth. Yep. No, I think it was more like when I was younger, I just like never got around to watching it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. But I've been wanting to watch it for a while, so. I'm excited. Nice. Yay. Good awesome. movie. Okay, right. who next? <laughs> should Excuse I go? Me. I feel like it should be you and then Hannah. Yeah, okay. Right. Sounds good. Man, okay. So. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of movies. Yeah. You haven't seen a lot of movies. And then I remember one of the things we did when we first started dating is I made a list of movies that yeah. we had not seen. And I just revisited that while Corey was talking. Oh. Didn't consult this at all while I was. Uh, <laughs> while what, I was what were you thinking? 
choosing which movie to show you. So, Brother, Where Art Thou on that list? No, no, no. I love oh. that movie. Yeah, we. It was one of those things where when we got married, we had two copies of it because oh. that movie's incredible, yeah. and we should all watch it together because yes. we'll watch that movie anytime someone wants to I watch that movie. I do want to see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, did your choice change? I don't know yet, but. In the meantime, <laughs> I had it narrowed down to three movies before I consulted the list. Okay. And I, I thought I had nailed down one, and likely mm-hmm. that will still be my choice. Okay. So some of my honorable mentions are um, The Gold Rush, which is a Charlie Chaplin movie. Okay. I had to watch it in my film class. I don't think you've ever seen a Charlie Chaplin movie. I don't think that I have either. Yeah. So And that movie is like a really good starting starting point for him. Um, but I decided against it because The Kid is coming out on Blu-ray this month, and I also love that movie. <laughs> um, and that's his first movie with the Tramp character, so I feel like uh, okay. I'm going to end up getting that one. Yeah. And we should start there. Um, the second choice was The Big Lebowski, which is okay. funny. We both, had, <laughs> we both had a Coen Brothers movie, and their new movie had just come out this last weekend. I, I thought about that one for Hannah. I was like, I... Thinks you would hate that movie. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't ever seen The Big Lebowski. Uh, my friend Ashton loves, she watches The oh, Big Lebowski man. like every weekend. That's yeah. how much she loves this. And she's been trying to set up a day. I mean, she's out of town now, so we can't. But when she was in town, she kept trying to set up a day for us to watch it. It just never happened. Yeah. I have never seen that one either. So. <laughs> I think you would hate it. Probably. I think you'd be uh, more on board with it, but I think you would just be like, what was that movie? Because that's everyone's first experience with that movie, especially because it's a Coen Brothers movie, and like oh, every man. Coen Brothers movie is like, what even happened? I feel like I'm usually more on board for first watching of those than you oh, are, though. Man. That's true. But like... Just the character. Inside Lewin Davis is a Coen Brothers movie that we saw together. Yeah. And that one I feel like I need to see again. I've only seen it the one time. Yeah. Um, so another choice was also Coen-y. I was in like a very Coen Brothers-y mood. Okay. I almost picked No Country for Old Men. I've okay. not seen that and you've been like, you need to watch it. I love that movie. Um... Let me tell you, I always get that and True Grit confused, so you may have to remind me of what that is. So No Country for Old Men is the modern day one, okay. um, and then True Grit was the other Coen Brothers movie I was thinking of. Okay. But now that I'm looking at the list, I see a couple movies that I know I could never get you to watch until... <laughs> unless you unless I me. Unless now, I make you. Now you have the power. And so... I'm mean. This is what this podcast is all that's about. What that's what Kristen Valentine's did. Valentine's Day? Manipulation. No. So, <laughs> I don't think I'm going with either one of these, but one of them was Heat. I don't know what that is. So, Heat is a heist movie <laughs> with um, the, the the Allstate guy and Val Kilmer and Allstate. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> okay. Um, and Natalie Portman. Okay. Um, the Professional, which I think you might actually watch with me. Okay. Which is also young Natalie Portman and Jean Renault, the French actor. Mm-hmm. And then The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. You've been trying to get me to watch that forever. Forever. And the movie's like three hours long and yeah. it's like a character piece about Jesse James. <laughs> and also it's called The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. That's the full title of the movie. Wow. Yep. It's such a good movie. It's so great. Uh, 
The other thing is you told me to pick a movie that you feel like sitting through. I don't necessarily feel like sitting through the assassination yeah. of Jesse James because that's that movie's a that's a commitment, man. So this is the choice All right. that I happened upon, and it's the original choice I had, and that is The Fisher King. Okay. I haven't seen it. I've never heard of that. So me The either. Fisher King, this is really funny that we lined up kind of on our choices. Okay. Because The Fisher King stars another beloved actor who has passed, and that's Robin Williams. Oh. Okay. So you assigned me an Alan Rickman movie yeah. just after his passing, and we I assigned you a Robin Williams movie. So it's it's Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges, actually. Okay. Jeff Bridges plays a radio DJ who has some past trauma. And he becomes very unlikely friends with a homeless man who is played by Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams considers him his partner on the quest for the Holy Grail. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that took a sharp left turn. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did not expect the end of that Yeah, one. so the movie's directed by Terry Gilliam, who did uh, all the Monty Python movies. Oh, uh, okay. Grail, uh, Twelve Monkeys, Brazil. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Okay, so like he's. That. He's a very uh, eclectic filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. So the, like the movie, this movie is very surreal. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like not really knowing what's truly happening. Like what what events are truly reality and what's not. And I yeah. kind of like that. Um, it's also just a really good fairy tale. Okay. And Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges are so good in this movie because they're so good. Um, yeah. Robin Williams, man. That's like a main reason why I picked it because yeah. Robin Williams, he's just so great. And this is uh this is an earlier Robin Williams movie and it's one where he's a little bit more dramatic and I think people really only considered him a dramatic actor later in his career. Mm-hmm. But this like this movie you fully see him like dramatic. He's like funny, but mm-hmm. there's like a sadness under him cuz he's a homeless man and you kind of find out his backstory. Oh, okay. Yep. So, The Fisher King is what I'm choosing. All right. It sounds like something I'd probably like. Um, I'm really into weird movies, and uh, it sounds like it's going to be pretty weird. Um, My, I don't know if we'd have time for this, but my sincere request is that we do a double feature with Mrs. Doubtfire, because I've been wanting to watch that so bad. That's true. That was on my tentative list, too. (laughs) I think you've seen seen that. It's amazing. I don't think I've ever seen it all. I think I've just seen bits of it. It's so good. It's good. It's so cute. Um, That is a sincere Mm -hmm. request of mine. You don't have to answer that. (laughs) Yeah, we can. We're going to have to go buy it, but I'm sure it's like $3 in a play. Yeah, but I... uh, Gosh, it was... That... That movie came on um, while I was watching, while I was babysitting, and um, the kid was asleep, but I was just like, oh, and the first scene where he gets, where his wife divorces him is so sad. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not prepared for this, but now I really want to watch it. You're like, it. now I need to see the rest of it yeah. for the, the closure. <laughs> so yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, uh, prepare yourself for more sad Robin Williams. Okay. Just so you know. Yeah. He does drama. 
well. He does do drama well. He gets sad really well. Yeah. He's got he's got really good sad eyes. Yeah. 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 The guy's just, I mean, he's just a... He's so good. Yeah, yeah he's just so good. And, you know, a brilliant comedic mind and also a super good dramatic actor. Yeah. You know, I think that's why we kind of all <laughs> felt it when he passed. Too. Yeah. Like, it was just like... He's one of those guys that's so larger than life that yeah. you like kind of forget he's still a person. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's he's got this persona of like always being happy and funny and mm-hmm. stuff. And so when you find out like how he died too, yeah, it's like, like, right. it's like ooh. Yeah. But yeah, like that was a tough one to take. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> no. Hannah, bring us home. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm nervous. Charge me up. I thought I'd made my decision. Call an audible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And now I'm panicking no. because I just thought of another idea. Give in to the panic. It's okay. <laughs> and I don't... I think I think it'd be interesting. Do but I, I haven't seen it in so long. So I, okay. okay, I'll just talk about my okay. ones that I... Process, process it out with us. Passed then, up, passing up for sure. So at first, I was trying to think of things that Corey hasn't seen. And my first love is musicals. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching tons of musicals. Um, seen like lots of old ones, but I enjoy the new ones. And especially with us being so obsessed with the waitress songs this past week, I was like, oh, that might be kind of fun. However, I didn't know which one to pick. So probably one of my all-time, these, these are ones that I kind of went through in my mind. Okay. So probably one of my all-time favorite musicals is The Music Man, like the oh. original. Oh, I've never seen that. Not... Matthew Broderick's <laughs> version, which is heartbreakingly bad, even though I love Kristen Chenoweth, but that's neither here nor there. So, Music Man. However, I don't even know where we would find it, and I thought my parents had it on DVD, and they did not. So, sad day. But, that was a choice, and then my other choice for a musical was Hello, Dolly, because... When you guys did your Pixar podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the movie Wally, the pieces that he's watching from the old yeah. movie is is Hello Dolly. Yes. So those songs are from Hello Dolly, and I love that musical. But um, and then I thought, oh, you've never seen Mary Poppins. Me neither. Oh, what? <laughs> he hasn't seen so many Disney movies. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen a bunch of musicals. And I was like, how come you never seen Mary Poppins, but you love Saving Mr. Banks? Because <laughs> it's a good it, Tom Hanks and Emma Thompson, Emma which Thompson. is why I love can't Saving Mr. Banks. Wrong. It's like my two favorite, my, yeah, my favorite male and my yet. favorite female actor. It's so good. Anyway, so those are some thoughts. But in the non-musical side of things, um, Corey actually suggested he was like, "Oh, I've never seen the movie The Help. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen I haven't the movie seen The Help. I have seen it. Yeah, I saw it when it came out in theater. So it's been years." And I only watched mm-hmm. it the one time. And ultimately, even though I really liked it in the theater, I decided that I didn't want to sit through it again. It's so It is long. so long. And it is so heartbreakingly... Oh, it was just... It was, it was, I just cried so much. I don't know if I wanted to do that again. Yeah. I kind of so, have a chip on my shoulder about that movie. Because <laughs> it's based on a novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Which is. means it's... Fake, mm-hmm. which I was yeah. like, wait, you couldn't find real yeah, examples of real racism characters. in the South? Yeah, <laughs> that is sure true. I never thought about it that way, but I mean, it's probably fair. Uh, well, because I watched the whole thing thinking it was a true story. Oh. I like because it seems like it. It's it's totally believable that like 
a lot mm-hmm. of that happened like to those people and then at the yeah. end it said based on the novel and I was like wait someone just <laughs> made all this up well is it a a, a, a non-fiction no, no, not <laughs> no, okay. no, that's, no, not that's novel that's the definition of novel yeah. <laughs> inspired by Mm -hmm. something. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Like, obviously it was inspired by racism in the South, but it just seems like there are also real stories of that kind of stuff happening that they could have made. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, But now I'm down to my two that I'm trying to pick between, and I'm still stuck, and I... Do we need the app? I don't know. Ooh. Might need the app. Ooh, that's a good... Okay, let's do it. Mentally assign... Uh, your finger to, to your one. finger to a movie All and right. Corey's finger to a movie, but don't say which one. Okay. Right. And they're gonna put their fingers on the phone. All right. All right. Got well, picked. originally I was planning on picking the movie Juno. Oh, I've never seen Juno. And it's an all-star cast, but apparently the app wants me to call an audible, so. I'm going to make you watch the movie Moulin Rouge. Ah, oh, yes! Oh, yeah. Oh. I, <laughs> this is really unexpected. It just popped into my head while MJ was talking, and I was like, why didn't I think of that before? I don't know why it popped into my head while you were talking, but... I, but it'll be fun, because I've been saying for years that you should watch Moulin Rouge. We're going to have to track it down, but that'll be easy. I own it. Oh, good. There we go. Um... Because you love the, the police. And the Roxanne number. I've seen pieces yep. of that scene, right? The, yep. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't... And it's, yeah. Is it a musical? Yes. It is. It's a musical, but it's... A, it's um. All of the songs are... Are they all Elton John songs? No. It's just the period. Yeah, I, well, it's, it's like 30s. And I think some 30s. of them were written for... Because, like, they sing, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit and, like, A Virgin. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so it's yeah. that it's that period of songs that in the Elton John-ish period of songs, I think. Well, I mean, Nirvana's 1991. Oh, that's true. So... So just, just popular like, Yeah, songs. it's just a bunch of pop songs. But then there's also some original songs, yeah. too. And then they, like... Like, Elephant Love Medley, like, yes. takes chunks of popular songs. Yes, so. yes, yes. Oh, that's why I'm thinking of Elton John. It's been a while since I've watched it. But it's good. I have never finished that. Oh movie. man, I love I've that. Seen, I've seen most of it. What? And Nicole Kidman. What? Singing. Did you not know that? No. Really? No. Oh, oh was this... Ewan, Ewan McGregor and Nicole. No. Kidman. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. I didn't. Ewan McGregor's great. Way to go, movie. app. Way to go. <laughs> so my reactions are just based on like kind of what I know about. The oh, sub- I'm excited now. The subject matter <laughs> of this musical, I feel like you wouldn't like this, but... Because <laughs> it's, it's about a brothel? Yes, and... What? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a PG-13 brothel, yes. though. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know if I'd call it a brothel. It is, but... But it's a, mus- it's a musical, it so I know, like, music musicals can sometimes add levity to harder... Mm-hmm. Subject matter, so I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I did not expect that. So. Yeah, I did <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. The wonders of Trazi, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Trazi. <laughs> Please endorse us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. really excited for you to watch this movie. Wow. And it's really it's it as musicals go, it's very different. 
It's yeah. super kinetic. Yeah. It's the speed racer of musicals. It's it's oh. very weird. Actually, there's one scene in particular at the beginning of the movie when I watched this movie for the first time in high school um, that I was like, I think I hate this movie. I want I, I never want to watch it again because it's an actual drug trip. So it's a very just how do you like how do you like this and you don't like Across the Universe? I've never watched Across the Universe. Oh, because Across oh. the Universe is boring. Oh no, I love Across the Universe. I've never seen it, so you can't say I don't like it. I've just it's, never watched it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, did I not say in this podcast that I'm really into weird no, movies? No, that's okay. I've only seen it the one time. I walked in I, in my dorm when they were watching Across the Universe, and it was the scene where they're like Strawberry making field? love no. underwater. Oh, the, oh, I'm the Walrus. That's oh. the most awkward. No, it's not the I Am the no. Walrus. They're what? individuals. It, they're they're all naked. They're yeah, they're in the swimming ocean. around. Yeah. yeah, but there's a whole scene where they're under the yeah. ocean. Yeah, and it's just slow motion swimming naked, and then they <laughs> yeah. curl yeah. up with each other. Yeah, that, that's the scene I walked in on, and I was like, "What is it's happening?" It's the most awkward scene <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, there are moments of that movie that I like, but on the whole, like, I didn't really care for it. Oh, the music's gosh. good yeah. in that movie, but I just like. As the whole story, I didn't like. I thought the letter B sequence is great, but I've just seen a face sequence is great. Yeah. All I'm saying is I've seen it probably over ten times, oh. and Dang. you just need to. Maybe watch I need a rewatch. I've I mean, seen it I didn't, twice. I didn't dislike it. I just was kind of confused. It's definitely yeah. a movie that if I don't know what to watch and I really want to watch a movie, it's one of my defaults. Hmm. Oh. All right then. Yep. Yeah. Case four across the universe made. Yeah. Question yeah. Mark? Moulin Rouge, that beginning is really kinetic, and the camera work it's is so good. It's super dizzying and like. It I, made I'm, me nauseous. Yeah, I'm surprised. And so more people I was didn't like, I don't think I want to watch this. And then, yeah, my friend was like, No, let's let's stick it through. So I watched it, and then I liked it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. The whole movie's not like that. No, no, no. It's just like the opening 10 or 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's just a really bizarre but scene. But it's my favorite scene in the whole movie. Like, it's my favorite part of the whole movie is that opening sequence. <laughs> that and the can-can sequence. Uh, I barely It's been a while, but I've seen it a handful of times, so. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. Are you familiar with Baz Luhrmann's other movies? Mm-mm. Oh, man. You haven't seen Romeo plus Juliet? No. I've Have you seen that? I've never heard of that. The Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes... Romeo and Juliet. Is that like the nineties oh, one? A, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I've okay. definitely seen that. I just didn't know it was called. Yeah, I didn't know it was called that. Modern day with the guns. Mm-hmm. I haven't okay. watched it. And like, well, yeah, the beach have... and rollerblades. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then I have seen that. Oh yeah, yeah. there are definitely those things. Excellent. All right. Yeah. I'm having a flood of all these movies come into my mind. And I'm like, man, I should have forced Santa to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I did that with you too. <sighs> We're just going to have to do this again sometime. I feel like this is the new format. No. (laughs) Force people to watch it. I do like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fun. It is fun. Cool. Um, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, of course. So to to recap everything, Moulin Rouge. Corey uh, is watching Moulin Rouge. Yeah, Moulin Rouge. MJ, I'm watching Sense and Sensibility. Kristen, I'm watching The Fisher King. And Hannah is watching Forrest Gump. So random. Yeah. So different. So <laughs> wow. I feel like the next podcast is going to be forever. The yes. Next, yeah. Yes. The next <laughs> podcast is going to take a minute, but I'm really excited about all of these yes. choices. I feel like we were all over the map, and I really like that. <laughs> I like that, too. 
going to be good. Good eclectic yeah. mix. Cool. Um, well, until next time, you can connect with us on Facebook. Uh, email the show, beforeandaftershow at gmail.com. Uh, tweet at us at before and after pod. That's at before, the letter N, after pod. Corey, you started a Twitter. I did. Do you so, want to give your handle? Um, yes, it is uh, cat in the hat 49 So you can tweet at me, tell me your thoughts about any of these movies. I will try to tweet back at you some fun and quirky responses. Cool. Um, until next time, go watch something, man. I One got One of nothing. these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Cloverfield. Go watch Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Makana-san. Makana-san. <laughs>